It was Mr. Ricardo's habit, as soon as the second week of August came round, to travel to Aix-les-Bains in Savoy, where for five or six weeks he lived pleasantly. He pretended to take the waters in the morning, he went for a ride in his motor-car in the afternoon, he dined at the Circle in the evening, and spent an hour or two afterwards in the Baccarat rooms at the Villa des Fleurs. An enviable, smooth life, without a doubt, and it is certain that his acquaintances envied him. At the same time, however, they laughed at him, and, alas, with some justice, for he was an exaggerated person. He was to be construed in the comparative. Everything in his life was a trifle overdone, from the fastidious arrangement of his neckties to the feminine nicety of his little dinner parties. In age, Mr. Ricardo was approaching the fifties. In condition, he was a widower, a state greatly to his liking, for he avoided at once the irksomeness of marriage and the reproaches justly levelled at the bachelor. Finally, he was rich, having amassed a fortune in Mincing Lane, which he had invested in profitable securities. Ten years of ease, however, had not altogether obliterated in him the business look. Though he lounged from January to December, he lounged with the air of a financier taking a holiday, and when he visited, as he frequently did, the studio of a painter, a stranger would have hesitated to decide whether he had been drawn thither by a love of art or by the possibility of an investment. His acquaintances have been mentioned, and the word is suitable. For while he mingled in many circles, he stood aloof from all. He affected the company of artists, by whom he was regarded as one ambitious to become a connoisseur, and amongst the younger businessmen who had never dealt with him, he earned the disrespect reserved for the dilettante. If he had a grief, it was that he had discovered no great man who in return for practical favours would engrave his memory in brass. He was a Mycenaeus without a Horace, an Earl of Southampton without a Shakespeare. In a word, Aix-les-Bains in the season was the very place for him, and never for a moment did it occur to him that he was here to be dipped in agitations and hurried from excitement to excitement. The beauty of the little town, the crowd of well-dressed and agreeable people, the rose-coloured life of the place, all made their appeal to him. But it was the Villa des Fleurs which brought him to Aix. Not that he played for anything more than an occasional Louis, nor, on the other hand, was he merely a cold looker-on. He had a banknote or two in his pocket on most evenings at the service of the victims of the tables, but the pleasure to his curious and dilettante mind lay in the spectacle of the battle which was waged night after night between raw nature and good manners. It was extraordinary to him how constantly manners prevailed. There were, however, exceptions.